0: Welcome to the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, where Jerry reads a chapter from the New Testament and gives us key insights and life applications along the way. For more information about the Solid Life Journal and reading plans, visit solidlives.com. And now, let's get into today's reading.
1: Well, Paul had been warned, headed to Jerusalem, that chains and tribulation awaited him, but he knew it was the will of God to go, so he continued to go. Sure enough, he gets there and through a series of circumstances, he is arrested. He is beaten by the mob. And a commander comes and rescues him. But he appeals that even after being beaten for quite some time, he wants to talk to the people. And so he asked them to ask the commander to speak. He raises his hand. And uh, when he when he motioned with his hand, the people began to be silent. And it says at the end of chapter 21, And when there was a great silence, he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, saying. And here's chapter 22. Brethren and fathers, hear my defense before you. And when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, by the way, the Hebrew language, that's the language of the Bible. Oh, Jews know exactly uh, that this is a person who knows the Bible who speaks in the Hebrew language. So when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, they they kept all the more silent. Then he said to them, I am indeed a Jew. Of course, most of these people wouldn't even know who he was, but they may have heard of him because he was very popular. He was a Pharisee. He used to persecute the church many years ago, but then he became quite a famous apostle. So many would have heard of him, but many would not have. So he says... Uh, To them, I am indeed a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city, Jerusalem. I was brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel. Now, let me tell you, any of the Jews, of course, there were people from many other areas, but any of the Jews that lived in Jerusalem, they know exactly who Gamaliel is. Gamaliel is one of the prominent Pharisees who is a teacher and a very wise person. Part of the council, I believe. And so he says, I grew up at the feet of Gamaliel. I was mentored as a Pharisee by Gamaliel, taught according to the strictness of our father's law, and was zealous toward God as you all are today. I persecuted this way, capital W, and talking about the Christian way. Before he was saved, I persecuted the way to the death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women, as also the high priest bears me witness, and all the counsel of the elders from whom I also received letters to the brethren and went to Damascus to bring in chains even those who were there to Jerusalem to be punished. I was against this Christian thing. I was against the way or the believers in jesus or yeshua the messiah verse six now what happened as i journeyed he's going to give his testimony as i journeyed and came near damascus at about noon suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me and i fell to the ground and i heard a voice saying to me saul saul why are you persecuting me so i answered who are you lord and he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, what shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, arise, go into Damascus, and there you will be told all things which uh, all you will be told, all things which are appointed for you to do. And since I could not see for the glory of that light being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. Then a certain Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, he's telling them this was a Jew too that came to me. Then a certain Ananias, a devout man, according to the law, having a good testimony with all the Jews who dwelt there, came to me and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour, I looked up at him. In other words, my sight came back. Then he said, The God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will and see the just one, talking about Jesus, and hear the voice of his mouth. For you will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Now it happened when I returned to Jerusalem And was praying in the temple that I was in a trance and saw him saying, talking about Jesus, I saw him saying to me, make haste and get out of Jerusalem quickly for they will not receive your testimony concerning me. So I said, Lord, they know that in every synagogue, I am imprisoned and beat those who believe on you. And when the blood of your Martyr Stephen was shed. I also was standing by consenting to his death and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. And he said to me, depart, for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles, to the Gentiles. Watch this. And they, the mob, the crowd, listened to him until this word. And then they raised their voices and said, away with such a fellow from the earth, for he is not fit to live. Now, why is that? Because Paul said, I was sent as a Jewish person to the Gentiles. And these Jews did not understand the love of God for the Gentiles. And so the church did, the believing Jews did, but not the unbelieving Jews. So they said, no, that's wrong. Verse 23, then as they cried out and tore off their clothes and threw dust into the air. In other words, they're angry. They want to kill him verse 24 the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks and said that he should be examined under scourging that's the same kind of scourging that Jesus experienced before the cross it's being whipped but with scourge with cat cat of nine tails and such so uh, he the so the commander commanded that he be brought in and that he should be examined under scourging so that they might know why they shouted against him in other words He's not going to tell the truth unless we really torture him. Verse 25. And as they bound him with thongs or, you know, like handcuffs, Paul said to the centurion who stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? See, they were binding him to the whipping post. And he said, Is it lawful for you to to scourge a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? When the centurion heard that... He went and told the commander saying, take care what you do for this man is a Roman. See, it was against the law to arrest, to bind and certainly to beat, to scourge or to kill an uncondemned Roman. The Roman citizens are sort of like we would know as American citizens. We have rights and Roman citizens had rights. So they said, take care what you do, for this man is a Roman. Then the commander came and said to him, tell me, are you a Roman? And he said, Paul said, yes. The commander answered, with a large sum, a lot of money, I obtained this citizenship. And Paul said, but I was born a citizen. Then immediately those who were about to examine him, in other words, scourge him and torture him, in examination, withdrew from him. And the commander was also afraid after he found out that he was a Roman and because he had bound him. You're not even allowed to bind a Roman citizen uncondemned. Verse 30. The next day, because he wanted to know for certain why he was accused by the Jews, he released him from his bonds and commanded the chief priests and all their counsel to appear, and brought Paul down and set him before them. We're right in the middle of the story, but the chapter's over already. And so, you can see here that uh, Jesus went to the slaughter, and he did not open his mouth, and he let himself be killed. Paul here, though, there's no reason for him to just let them scourge him and beat him he'll he's willing to tell him the truth so he speaks up and says I'm a Roman citizen see and guess what we need to speak up that we're citizens of heaven and not allow the devil to take advantage of us now the persecution that comes it comes but there's no need to be persecuted for nothing He's not being persecuted because he's a Christian. He's being persecuted because they think he's going to lie if they ask him the questions. So he wisely says, hey, I'm a Roman citizen. And that got him out of uh, scourging. And that was a wise thing to do. We should be able to open our mouths and declare, I am part of the kingdom and the family of God. And demons should back off from us. So we have trouble with people, but demons, the demonic, and Satan himself should not be trouble. The Bible says, submit yourselves to God resist the devil and he will flee from you. This is a good example of opening your mouth at the right time to get yourself out of trouble. All right, I'll see you tomorrow for chapter 23.
0: Thank you for joining us for the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, And thank you to those of you who have partnered with Solid Lives to help get this daily podcast and other resources like it to thousands of people around the world. If you would like to partner with Solid Lives, visit solidlives.com give. To find out more about the ministry of Solid Lives, how you can be a part of this church planting and disciple making movement, or for more great teachings and resources by Jerry, visit solidlives.com. We also want to invite you to check out Jerry's other podcast called The Jerry Deerman Podcast. Here, Jerry shares with us, at least weekly, from God's Word, challenging us and equipping us to fulfill the amazing plan that God has for our lives. You can find links to this podcast, as well as Jerry's YouTube channel, online at solidlives.com. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll see you right here tomorrow as we jump into the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman.